The Islanders prepare for their first meeting of the season with the Rangers as New York's biggest sports rivalry takes center stage tonight at the UBS Arena. We have a full preview and a lot more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Wednesday or midweek edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad you could join us today and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And we want to thank you once again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Lots to discuss today. We've got our weekly farm report. We've got the preview of the game against the Rangers tonight. But first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have some questions, some comments about stuff we've already discussed, or maybe a topic that you'd like us to talk about on the show Feel free to send us an email, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I'm also live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So check out my Twitter handle for instant insight and analysis. And it's always great to interact with Islanders fans, whether it's at game time or any other time for that matter. Let's get down to brass tacks. Uh, Some changes we've seen already In the lineup, we've seen Josh Bailey get to be a healthy scratch on Saturday. We saw Anthony Bevilier, a healthy scratch on Sunday after he scored a goal on Saturday. Obviously, one thing that we are having some difficulty with right now is finding the right lineup and the right line combinations to maximize the productivity of this team. And I don't think that's a secret. I think it's something this team has been struggling with, not just this year, but last year. Uh, And it's something that Lane Lambert, as a new head coach, is trying very hard to figure out. And it's not easy because essentially, you know, you look at this lineup. There are only two players on the roster right now who were not on the roster last year. Alexander Romanov and Nikita Sashnikov. That's it. 
everybody else who's on this roster was here last year. Now, some of them are playing bigger roles this year, like Robin Salo or Sebastian, well, Ajo so far, kind of playing the same role. But, you know, those guys are playing a bigger role overall than they were a year ago, mostly because Andy Green and Zdeno Chara are no longer Islanders. But everyone else, you know, some of them were injured for part of the year or what have you, but everyone else is familiar with this team, with the system, with Lane Lambert, because he's been an assistant coach on this team for the last four years before this year. And, you know, you would think that the transition would be easy, but in essence, what Lou Lamorello has asked of Lane Lambert is to take the same ingredients, more or less, and make a better meal using them. And I'm not saying that's impossible, but it is indeed a challenge and one that we really need to see what Lane Lambert can do. He's trying different combinations. And in practice on Tuesday, it looks like there was another combination that we may see on the ice tonight against the Rangers. Matt Barzal had Oliver Wallstrom taking uh, rushes, line rushes with him in practice Tuesday morning. And look, you know what? On paper, on paper, this combination makes some sense. You've got one of the more natural goal scorers on your roster in Oliver Wallstrom, the guy with the heavy shot. Right now, even though he's missed one game, he's second on the team with three goals. Only Anders Lee has more. Uh, he's got a heavy shot. He's got uh, a hard shot. But the question comes to me with this. Matthew Barzal, speedy guy. Oliver Wallstrom, not so much. And, you know, maybe you need an Anthony Bevilier to be on the same line as Wallstrom and Barzal if you're going to have them together only because that gives you two speedy guys and then maybe Wally can sort of go down low and set up in the offensive zone and, and, and get things done while Bo can keep up with Matthew Barzal or come close to it and give you two players with speed and then a finisher who you know, may not have the speed to get through center ice, but certainly would be able to do some damage once the Islanders get into the zone and, and, and set up a forecheck if they need to and, and gain possession of the puck. It's an interesting combination. I don't know who the third person is in the line rushes with Barzal and Wallstrom. And in the past, that duo hasn't really clicked effectively over the long term, but I do think it's worth a shot. And, you know, whether it's Bavillier or somebody else, Parise or Lee or whoever else they want to put on that top line with these two players, uh, it will be interesting to see what Lane Lambert decides to do. But Lambert himself more or less saying, we have urgency every day. The urgency is high. Yes, it is. And the pressing need for the first-time head coach right now is to go out and make something happen. Again, to make a better meal 
using the same ingredients, more or less. And the urgency, did we see it over the weekend? Not consistently. Have we seen it over the course of the three-game losing streak? Not consistently. And we do need to see it over the course of the next few days, and, and hopefully we will, because the next three games, as we've mentioned, you got the Rangers, the Hurricanes, the Avalanche, three quality opponents, and this team, if they don't play with urgency, there's going to be a problem. We have a, a, a listener question that we're going to sneak in here uh, before the first break. Hi, Gil. Chris from Baldwin here. Great podcast, as always. Longtime Islanders fan. My two-part question I have, have the Rangers finally passed the Islanders? The Isles made it to two consecutive Eastern Conference Final, and now the Rangers are the better team, sad to say. How did this happen so quickly? Chris, last year it was the Rangers who were in the conference final and the Islanders didn't make it to the postseason. So I think that passing, the Rangers probably passed the Islanders last year. And it happened because the Rangers went out and added at the trade deadline and during the last two off-seasons some valuable pieces to complement their outstanding goaltender. They have much more offensive firepower right now than the Islanders do. Maybe not as good on the blue line top to bottom, but uh, they can score a lot more, and their goaltending puts them, you know, in the upper echelon of the league, just like the Islanders. And again, Sorokin, uh, you know, the, the rivalry and the and the matchup between Shesterkin, Igor Shesterkin, and Ilya Sorokin, going to be fun to watch probably uh, tonight and beyond. So I hope that quickly answers your question, Chris, and thank you for the kind words about the podcast. We've got, we'll, we'll go further into your question a little bit as we preview the game, which we will do when we come back. We'll have a full preview of the game against the Rangers, plus our weekly farm report. All that and more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, golf, and of course, hockey, you think the rivalry game, you think the Islanders have an edge tonight against the Rangers? Check out the odds you can make at betonline.net. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. We want to thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen today. Now make your second listen game to game NHL. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the National Hockey League with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NHL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So, 
Let's start off with the farm report because uh, I'll tell you right now, the Bridgeport Islanders kind of getting things done right now. Uh, they had three games this past weekend, and guess what? They won all three. First, Friday night in Providence, the road game of the three, you had two goals by William Dufour, his first two professional goals, including the overtime game winner as the Islanders got a little revenge against the Providence Bruins, the only team that's beaten them so far this year, with the 5-4 to four win. And, you know, Dufour, he had the goal just a minute and a half into the game, and then the overtime game winner. You also get goals from Samuel Bolduck. Hudson Fashing and Andy Andreoff, Corey Schneider, 25 saves to earn the win. And, uh, you know, the Bridgeport Islanders go two for four with the extra attacker. And that is always a little bonus. Saturday, the Islanders played the Laval Rocket. And they end up with a five to two win in the home opener. And I'll tell you. Good game all the way across from Chris Terry, Simon Holmstrom, and Andy Andreoff. They end up combining for eight points. Three points for Terry, a goal and two assists. Andreoff with three helpers. Simon Holmstrom scoring two. Jakob Skarik with 28 saves. And goals also from uh, Ishikov and Fashing as the Islanders win their third straight. And that, again, building on the success they had previously. Then to cap off the weekend on Sunday, the Islanders hosting uh, the Hartford Wolfpack, and special teams gives them their fourth win in a row as they go one for two on the power play, kill all four penalties against them, and add a shorthanded goal by Kyle McClain, Andy Andreoff, Paul Thompson, Hudson Fashing, and Cole Bardrow also with goals. And the Corey Schneider, 34 saves to get his third win in as many starts, 5-2 to two in favor of the Islanders. And I'll tell you something, this team is starting to put things together. Right now, Ishikov leading the team with six points through five games. He's got two goals and four assists. Hudson Fashing with three goals to lead the team. And Chris Terry, Andy Andreoff, and Samuel Bolduck, each with five points in uh, on the season. Terry missed one game, so he has five points in four. Andreoff and Bolduck with five points in five games. William Dufour, the two goals, that is a great start. And the goaltending. Uh, kind of great to see Jakob Skarek, a 2.57 goals against average. He's one and one with a 9.18 save percentage. Meanwhile, Corey Schneider, three and zero, a 9.08 save percentage and a 2.63 goals against average. So, you know, Skarek, his statistics slightly better than Schneider's, but the team seems to be a little more productive in front of Schneider at least this early in the season. But overall. Got to like what you're seeing from this uh, Bridgeport Islanders hockey team off to a good start. Two games coming up this weekend, both of them on the road. Friday night, the Bridgeport Islanders will be at the Springfield Thunderbirds. That's a 7.05 start. And then Saturday, 
They will go down to Lehigh Valley to take on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Also a 7.05 start. Those are the two games. Now, there's one other game before our next farm report, which usually comes Wednesday. So, next Tuesday, November 1st, a 10.30 a.m. home game against the Charlotte Checkers. So, three games between now and next week for the Bridgeport Islanders. And again, we do the farm report every week, usually on Wednesdays as we check in on all things Bridgeport Islanders. Meanwhile, the New York Islanders going to face the New York Rangers in a big divisional contest. Rangers 3-2-1 and one in, in their games. Now, the Rangers are playing the Avalanche uh, on Tuesday night. That game is an 8 o'clock p.m. start. So it's not quite finished as of the time I'm recording this. But the fact that the Islanders will catch the Rangers off a back-to-back certainly helps. Now, for what it's worth, uh, Igor Shesterkin is playing against the Avalanche for the Rangers, which means the Islanders very well may miss Shesterkin and see Yaroslav Halak. Halak 0-2 on the season with a 4-0-3 goals against and an 8-5-2 Save percentage, Artemi Panarin off to a great start, Artemi Panarin. Four goals, 12 points in six games. Six of those 12 points coming on the power play. Uh, Mika Zabinijad, four goals, eight points in six games. Vincent Trocek, two goals, six points. Adam Fox, one goal, six points. Shesterkin hasn't been his A-game self. A 275 goals against average and a 901 save percentage. He is 3-0-1 going into uh, the game against the Avalanche on Tuesday. Looking at the line combinations for the Rangers. The top line, very dangerous. Mika Zibinijad centering Chris Kreider and Capo Caco. Uh, Vincent Trocek is the second line pivot with Panarin and Alex Lafreniere on either side of him. Barkley Goodrow, a solid third-line center with Jimmy Vesey and Vitali Kravstov on either side of him. And the fourth line is Ryan Carpenter at center, Jimmy Blaze at left wing, and Ryan Reeves on the right side. On defense, Adam Fox, one of the more dangerous quarterbacks on the power play, is teamed with Ryan Lindgren on the top pairing. Keandre Miller and Jacob Truba are the second grouping, and then... Libor Hayek and, Bra- uh, <clears throat> and Braden Schneider are the third pair. We know the goalies only too well. Shesterkin and Halak. Philip Cheadle day-to-day right now for the Rangers. So let's see if he's able to come back into the lineup uh, against the Islanders. That is sort of, uh, you know, one of those things that we have to see if he's able to do. He did not play. Uh, against the Avs. So we'll keep an eye out for that. Should be a great game. Islanders are going to have to slow down the Rangers. You know, we talked about the speed aspect of things against the Devils, and it is an issue. Well, if you're worried about team speed, you better be aware facing the Rangers because they've got a lot of guys who are fast. Catching Halak as opposed to Shesterkin would be a benefit for the Islanders. We have to see if they can take advantage of that possible outcome. But 
It certainly is a possibility. And in addition, the Islanders are going to have to generate some offense, and let's see if they can do that against a Rangers team that hasn't been as good defensively early in the season as they were a year ago as the Rangers adjust to some changes in their lineup. We have got more to discuss on today's show. We've got our Islanders' birthday of the day. One of two players the Islanders acquired in 1975 that helped turn their season around and get them started on one of the longest and most surprising and dramatic playoff runs in NHL history, not just Islanders history. That and more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe Home Security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right, and at Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. They protect you with cutting-edge security technology powered by 24-7 professional monitoring agents that always have your back. Here's why I love it. Simply Safe blankets your home with protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and outside your home, smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. You'll save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and you'll get your first month absolutely free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. Again, we are a couple of days early, but uh, Friday will be the 74th birthday of former Islanders center Jude Drouin. Originally drafted by the Montreal Canadiens back in 1966 in the third round, 17th overall, he would have been a first-round pick, mid-first-round pick, 17th overall now. Back then, uh, that was a third-round pick. Made his NHL debut with the Canadiens in 1968-69, but didn't become a full-time player in the NHL until he joined the Minnesota North Stars in 1970-71, where he put up 68 points in 75 games. He was traded to the Islanders midway through the 74-75 season. It was two separate deals just a couple of days apart with the same two teams the North Stars, and the Islanders. The Islanders ended up with Jude Druen and J.P. Parise, Zach's dad, uh, and in 40 games with the Islanders, the second half of 74-75. Jude Druen had 14 goals and 32 points. He then put together back-to-back 20-goal seasons, but you know that magic 75 playoff run I talked about in 17 games? Jude Drouin had six goals and 18 points, and he provided the Islanders with experience at that time when they needed it. The Isles were a young team trying to get to the playoffs for the first time, then in the playoffs for the first time, and having experienced players like Jude Drouin and J.P. Parise, that was absolutely huge for the Islanders, and Really, he gave them a lot of leadership in addition to good two-way hockey, 
good production offensively and good on faceoffs as well. Stayed with the Islanders through the 77-78 season, then closed out his NHL career with two years in Winnipeg. For his NHL career, Jude Druan, 666 regular season games, 151 goals, 456 points, and 346 penalty minutes. Add 72 playoff games, 27 goals, 68 points, and 33 penalty minutes. Amazing that he was more productive points per game in the playoffs than he was during the regular season. Jude Druan, always a clutch player for the New York Islanders. We're going to go back and look at one of Jude Druan's better games as an Islander and what really was, well, his only career NHL hat trick. January 6th, 1976, the Kansas City Scouts come to the Nassau Coliseum. Now, the Scouts, if you don't know, uh, joined the NHL in 74-75. So this was their second season. Then they moved after two years to Denver to become the Colorado Rockies. And then six seasons later, moved to New Jersey to become the New Jersey Devils. The Scouts had Bill McKenzie in goal, Billy Smith, the netminder for the Islanders, and it was Billy Harris getting the Islanders on the board first, 10:43 into the game. His 17th, Burt Marshall, the assist, 1-0 Isles after one. In the second, the Islanders double their lead quickly. Brian Trottier, his 16th from Billy Harris and Jerry Hart at 5:35, And then 31 seconds later, Clark Gillies, his 17th from Jerry Hart and Jean Potvin, 3-0 Isles. The scouts get on the board at the 11.55 mark of the period. Dennis Dupere, his first from Jean-Guy Legacy and Gary Bergman. That made it 3-1, but then it was all Islanders after that. Wilf Paymont of the scouts off for hooking. Jude Druan, our Islanders' birthday of the day, on the power play. His 13th from Eddie Westfall and J.P. Parise at 19.07. Islanders up by a 4-1 score after two periods. In the third, with Dennis Patterson off for interference, the power play clicks again. It's Jude Druan again. His 14th from Dennis Potvin and Ed Westfall at 6.05. Islanders go up 5-1. Then, <coughs> then 26 seconds later, Jerry Hart, his second from Brian Trottier. That makes it 6-1. The power play strikes again. Ken Murray of the Scouts off for elbowing Jude Druan, his 15th from Parise and Westfall at 14.53. And then 33 seconds after that, Jerry Hart, his third goal of the year from Andre St. Laurent at 15.26. Islanders crush the Scouts 8-1, outshoot them 42-22, 21 saves for Billy Smith. But for Jude Druan, our Islanders' birthday of the day, the hat trick on six shots on goal. That gave him the team lead. Clark Gillies was next with five. But uh, three goals all coming on the power play. And as I mentioned, it was his only career NHL hat trick. So big game tonight. Chance to get back on the winning track to put the Rangers back in their place, so to speak, and to really get the team back into a winning mindset. We're going to check out those line combinations when the game starts and see how they look. 
But I'm telling you, this is a, a critical game emotionally for the New York Islanders, and I hope they are equal to the task. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked On Sports Today. It's the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow with a full analysis of the game against the Rangers and a whole lot more. So make sure you join us for that. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.